What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. Do you read Stephen King? Good news. There's a club for you. The Losers Club. Every Friday, us losers journey through the never-ending wastelands of King's Dominion. We sink our teeth into each of King's novels, dive deep into the lore, and review every adaptation. Even better, we're always having guests over. Thomas Jane, Will Wheaton, Mary Lambert, Mick Garris, the list goes on. So what are you waiting for? Join us as we read on through long days and pleasant nights. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound on the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you so much for uh, making your way here, checking out this episode. Hopefully you like what you hear enough to subscribe to the series. Uh, you see, we put out three new interviews every single week, a brand new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So if you want to keep up with all of your favorite artists, maybe discover some new ones, know what's happening in the music world, hit that subscribe button. You can find us at all the major spots, including iTunes, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or YouTube, where you'll also find the video version of this interview right here. And I'm Kyle Meredith. My guests today, Paul Stanley from the band Kiss and Dan Catullo from uh, Landmarks Live. Why do we have them together? Because New Year's Eve 
KISS are set to do what they're calling their biggest show in history, in their history. Uh, considering they've been around for 45 years and have done some of the most uh, big outlandish things in rock and roll, that's sort of a story right there. We're going to be talking about breaking world records. That includes a million dollars worth of pyrotechnics. Cthulhu is also going to tell us about safely producing a show of this magnitude during a pandemic and doing it live from Dubai uh, to a virtual audience around the world. While Paul Stanley then details the importance of bringing people together, how he makes a show that people watch online compelling for them at home. And Paul Stanley, by the way, he is one of the most positive people I think I've ever spoke to. I'm going to talk to him about that unstoppable positive outlook. Uh, He's going to give us an update on the debut record from his other band, Soul Station. This is a band that uh, finds him going back to uh, his roots pre-rock and roll days when he was growing up with, uh, with Motown sounds. Holland Dozier Holland. So I want to hear about how that project's coming along. And it even includes a story about uh, him really impressing Rod Stewart with uh, with the new music as well. And we'll get an update on the eventual continuation of Kiss's End of the Road Tour. So let's jump into this. It's Kyle Meredith with Kiss's Paul Stanley and Landmark's live creator, Dan Catullo. Oh, what an what a intro. I'm, I'm going to be quiet. You can just keep going. I love it. <laughs> I can keep going. Uh, we've also got Dan Catullo. He is, uh, let's see, creator, director, and executive producer of Landmarks Live. I got that right? Yes, you did. Hi, Kyle. Uh, it's good to see you, Dan. So what uh, we've got you both on here for, of course, is KISS have been planning a very big show, which seems like a redundant statement, really, because if it's going to be a KISS show, it's going to be a very big show. But this is like next level. Uh, this is next level. It's going to be on New Year's Eve and in Dubai, right? Uh, h- how did these conversations start, Paul? Well, interestingly, my whole philosophy of life has always been not why, but why not? And um, look, we've all come through 2020 and nobody has been unscathed. Some people have been inconvenienced and other people have been devastated. What this has done to the economy, to people's health, to loved ones, to uh you know, basically all walks of life has been uh, just excruciating. So here we are at the end of 2020 and we can celebrate that we've made it through, although not unscathed. And uh, we're looking forward to some light at the end of the tunnel. We see a vaccine coming. Um, I want to caution everybody that it is not here yet. So uh, we still have to remain prudent, but um, I think more than ever, it's a great time to celebrate uh, where we are. Uh, it's not a crime to be jubilant and have a great time in the midst of this because uh, God knows we need it. So what we're doing on New Year's Eve is the largest KISS show, if you can believe that, we've ever done, a worldwide uh, pay-per-view uh, from Dubai. And we will be breaking Guinness World Records for all kinds of things. First of all, most importantly, we're going to play all the songs that everybody loves, and the band is in great, great shape, and anticipating this uh, more than pretty much anything we've done in recent past. To that uh, end, we'll have a million dollars worth of pyro, which is even a lot for us, by the way. <laughs> and uh, if you don't do the pay-per-view, you'll probably hear the pyro anyway. That being said, again, um, this will be Uh, a night for people to remember. Look, if you go see any band, uh, if you go to see any superstar act, you're basically seeing a KISS show because KISS DNA is in every show that's out there. But um, nobody does it better than us. And and in the midst of this uh, worldwide 
end of the road tour, we said, let's, let's kick it up some notches. And, and uh, we've been able to do that safely. And uh, that's most important because uh, with everything that's going on, it's important not to lose sight that safety comes first and taking COVID really seriously up until the time that we have a vaccine and beyond that, because people need to realize that with COVID, you don't know what you're getting. One person gets the sniffles and somebody else unfortunately dies. So we are taking all that very seriously. And uh, we've uh, given that task to Dan and uh, he knows firsthand that the most important thing to us was to make sure that people involved, 500 workers putting this thing together, uh, 3000 people attending at a safe distance and yours truly, we, we wanna be safe and that was paramount to us. And uh, Dan can speak to that. Yeah, so Dan, um, one of the biggest bands in the world, you know, comes to you and says, we wanna do the biggest show of our life. I, from what I understand, that's, I mean, what was that like for you? Because that sounds like a heck of a task right there. It is, uh, you know, obviously, I mean, I, I'm honored. Uh, I worked with Kiss back in 2005 on a show called Rock in the Core, but I always wanted to have a, a crack at doing a, a proper show with them and something big. And somehow I, I've developed a niche of, if you want to do something crazy and utterly ridiculous and difficult to do, I'm the guy to call. Uh, whether it's doing Necropolis or Plaza Vecchio, we're pulling off the biggest show of the year in the middle of a pandemic. But yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, look, I'm a Jersey boy. I grew up out east and, you know, I think Destroyer was one of the first records I ever owned. I mean, it's kind of, it's a real big honor. Watch my head get big. We are making, uh, <laughs> you know, we're making history with the band. I mean, to go down, you know, especially when this is all over with, you know, when they stop touring and, if this is the biggest show they ever did in their career, that's a big honor. But yeah, I mean, like doing it during a pandemic, this would have been a difficult show to do in a normal world. Uh, we just have more layers and it seems like every week that goes by another layer gets added in. So, you know, six weeks ago when we were, when I was there with the production team when we were in Dubai, we laid out all these different plans. And unfortunately the DEF CON 5 plan, worst case scenario plan now is being put into effect for safety. and. So we've now quadrupled our COVID safety teams. And you know, we have a sponsorship from American Hospital in Dubai who's gonna administer over 6,000 COVID tests to our crew and the band and everybody on a daily basis. We have sanitation tunnels. We have dozens of COVID safety officers. I mean, the level, what, what people are bringing into this, everybody working as one big group to bring this to the table because I think, you know, Paul can speak for himself, but I think in the past few weeks, it occurred to all of us that this is bigger than just like Landmarks Live or a KISS show, we're seeing everybody come together in the music community because I think this show is starting to represent hope. And it's showing that there's light at the end of the tunnel. We're going to get back to doing big shows again. And if everybody really bands together, we can do something spectacular. And there's no better band in the world to do something over the top and big than KISS. And then when you add Dubai in, who's also known for doing stuff over the, over the top, I mean, it's going to be a great night. Dan, um, speak, of, speak a, a bit about Landmark and, and speak about... Uh, your background, because it's, it's quite extensive and one of the reasons that we're together. So um, I developed it. So I, I've been doing this now almost 25 years and I've done music DVDs for everybody from Kiss to Rage Against the Machine to Alicia Keys, I mean, everybody. Um, I developed Landmarks a few years ago. And what it is, is it's a travel and music series where we go to these amazing landmarks and we put once in a lifetime shows on. We did our first season on PBS. We weren't really planning on doing something until next year. And we kind of resurrected it with Kiss 
for this opportunity because there's no better time to do a show like this because we represent two things that people really can't do right now, travel and go to big shows. And so it was really an ideal time and this is like an ideal situation uh, to do something like this. And the storytelling, I, I, I just, you know, I think people are gonna be um, really grateful for what we're doing here because we're, we're actually doing a documentary movie of the making of this. I, I words can't, like, I, there's no way I can ever describe how much work is going into this. I mean, I have not slept in three months either as Doc McGee, the band. I mean, so much effort has to go into this because we also have to make sure people are safe, but it's just from all the gear we have to have come in and, you know, you know, a kiss show in, in itself is, uh, you know, utterly uh, intricate. I mean, I was up, I was actually with the band on March 6th. It was one of the last shows that they had. And my heart came through my chest because I went up there to talk about, we were actually kind of, I was, I was going to go meet with the band originally to talk about the last show. <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm in Doc's office and Paul comes in and Eric's there and we're getting word that this pandemic is worse than we all thought. And it was looking like, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is happening? And, you know, it was a sad moment because I think we all need, look, Kiss has all, always been about their, their, their connection and relationship with their fans. So it's a sad thing that, this year, people haven't been able to have that. I think so. uh, anyone who's followed um, me on Twitter uh, or on any of the uh, social media, uh, Paul Stanley Live on Twitter, I try to tell people that now more than ever, we need each other. And there's, uh, it's not a weakness to reach out to other people. Um, it, it comes from strength. And it, it's life affirming to see a community of people come together. Um, you know, I've been riding my bike 25 miles a day, three times a week, um, just to escape for a little while, but also um, trying to let people know that even in the midst of this horrific pandemic, the world is still open. There, there are ways to enjoy life and, and to celebrate life. And uh, we'll take it to a whole nother level on New Year's Eve. So I think other bands and other entertainers also are looking forward to this because it's... Um, you know, when, when you uh, have a, a new ship go out to sea, they, they smash the, the champagne bottle against its bow. Well, we're, we're uncorking the biggest champagne bottle of all. And it's a beautiful sentiment there uh, that you were talking about. It, it, and Dan, something you said a minute ago started to really make sense why you would be the perfect guy for the job, not just that you put on the big events, but that you've also done these DVDs because one of the things I think everyone has tried to grasp, even the you know, the folks who have just done like Instagram Live or something is how do I make this compelling in your living room? Because that's a much different scene. Like you're putting on one of the biggest shows of all time, but how do you make it compelling for the person sitting there? I mean, what what has to be, like what vision has to be put in play to make that happen? You know, that, that, that's always a challenge. I mean, you know, there's no big, I'm, I'm, I'm probably the biggest live concert fan that you ever met, you know, and it's always a challenge to try to recapture a live environment on screen. Um, Kiss makes my life a lot easier because their show is, there's just eye candy galore. I mean, if, if I could only have one-tenth of a Kiss production on every show, my life would be very easy. Uh, you know, we have, this one's different. You know, we, we have this amazing pyro show that Paul talked about. Um, you know, I heard Gene yesterday on KLOS with his music in my ears talking about how they might do some rare songs. But I think it's the circumstances we're all coming together. I think there's going to be a different like level of energy. And even though, you know, the audience is going to be socially distanced and people are going to be in balconies, I, I think we're going to feel that connection because this is 
this is a message to the world that I, I, I think that no matter what I do, it's going to come through on camera. People are going to feel it. And it, this one has a different meaning than anything they've ever done. Uh, this is an important show. Yes, it's, 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 it's groundbreaking. It's record breaking. So from a production standpoint, you're going to see things at a kids show that you've never seen. But I think just the circumstances of how it came together and the fact that the band is probably ready to explode on stage, they haven't done a show in so long. I think we're going to be in for, you know, I, I think my job is going to be easy. I, I, it's, you know, that's a better question for Paul because he has to put the show of his life on because it's going to be different for him. He's not going to be used to having a crowd right in front of him. But I think that from what I've seen on other calls and what I know with the guys, these guys are up for this right now. They're dying to do a show. So I've always seen us uh, in an arena or stadium uh, as being our environment um, to kind of uh, speak about community, speak about the power of rock and roll, the, the, the power of self-empowerment uh, of the individual and what you can accomplish on your own and what you can accomplish in a group. So for me, whether it's having all those people in front of me or look, I've been doing this a while. And for me, this right here is my, my eye contact with you. So I will be playing to everybody who's watching and there'll be no sense. Certainly there never is a sense when somebody comes to a kiss show that we do it by numbers or that uh, you don't matter because you matter. And I will make sure that everybody who watches has eye contact with me because that's the power. That's the power of rock and roll, but that's also the power of the tribe that is KISS. KISS goes so far beyond being a band with fans because unlike a lot of other bands where if you see your younger brother at the show, you're embarrassed. This is like the biggest communal secret society of black sheep. So when you see your neighbor or you see your dad or you see anybody else there, it's a feeling of empowerment. And um, I like to feel that in some ways I lead that. Um, it's the, the purer aspects of being evangelical without all the other stuff thrown, thrown in. Yeah, I've seen you do that quite a bit. In fact, uh, what, what you posted so far with, uh, with the Soul Station, uh, YouTube videos because th you're even doing some uh, crowd interaction, uh, which was you know kind of interesting to see. Like that's got to, I mean, obviously that's got to feel different though coming from from your end. Really, to me, I know that this is my way of communicating, and that for me it really is no different. Um, I know that I'm reaching people, and um, um, I'm not preaching. But I, I, I kind of like to, to let people know we're all in the same boat together. Mm -hmm. And um, although I can't tell you what you should do, maybe I can lead by example. Maybe when you see what I do, it gives you some sort of um, um, impetus to, to find your own way. Uh, uh, that video for um, Ooh Baby Baby with uh, mm -hmm. a couple of the members of Soul Station. Invariably, anybody I know who's seen it you smile when it comes to the part where I say, sing with us. Right. Because I'm talking to you. I'm, it's not obligatory. It's not just paint by numbers. It's that sense that let's create magic together. Let's connect. And um, whether it's the world tour, the farewell world tour that we were 120 shows into, the end of the road, where 
uh, unanimously from critics and fans, it's the biggest and best show we've ever done. And uh, we get a chance to spend an evening with people knowing that this is the last time. And we can create memories together and with the audience. So with that in mind, this uh, uh, show, New Year's Eve, the pay-per-view, is uh, taking everything to another level. But bigger doesn't mean losing anything. I want to I want to blow people away, but I never want to forget that it's all about you. And and not to overlook the important things that you're saying here, but uh, or push them aside. But but I do want to get nerdy for a second because you know you all have mentioned the numerous world records, and I've heard the pyro. Like, what else are we looking at here? What what other records are about to be broken? Um, we're, uh, we're we're putting some interactive things in now. We haven't announced yet, and one of them may. There, there may be an interactive feature that allows people to interact with it, and we're trying to go for a world record on that. But you know, there, it could, we could be the largest, uh, the highest grossing uh, uh, live concert stream of a rock band. Uh, I'm a current world record holder now. Uh, I have the world record for most cameras ever used in a live concert recording with 239. So we've been coordinating. I might try to break my own record. I may up it to 250 cameras, which it's a very technical thing to do it. So. And so we're actually trying to get that certified. So there may be one of those thrown in. Um, I, I don't want I don't want the meaning of the show and everything to get lost with the world records. Um, you know that was something that to really send the message that hey, this is going to be of high value. I thought it was important to point out initially because you know the only thing we've really seen all summer is you know John Legend in his living room or Elton John playing in his basketball court with toys behind him. And you know I think it was important that when Kiss is now stepping in the game we're doing it in true kiss style. This is a big show and that's what they've always done. And uh, you know, one thing just to point back a minute ago when you brought up the, the thing that probably one of the most poignant moments of my life, it reminds me of like, even like a 9-11 moment. We all know where we were when 9-11 hit. When I was in the dressing room, it, the first time it really occurred to me how bad COVID was gonna be was March 6th of this year in Oakland with Paul Stanley standing in front of me because we were all talking and it was really starting to sink in everybody that this is going to be bad. And I, I, my heart came through my chest. I was like, oh boy. And I was actually depressed when the show started. I, was, I didn't know whether I should go home right away. And because I, I have an event company and a production company, this is like the death to me. And I didn't know all my shows were getting canceled. It was all started, the dominoes started falling that day. And, but, but when they went on stage for two hours, I didn't think about it. Hmm. I forgot about it for two hours. And I can't tell you how much that meant to me and standing in the confetti and just feeling the love with everybody. You know, the, the Kiss Army is a big family and the band went out there even having a somber conversation two hours early and put the show of their life on. I'm like, okay, this can work because on New Year's Eve, we need for two hours on New Year's Eve to put aside everything that's happening right now and just feel the love for a minute because we need to have, we did a reset going into 2021. So this oh. is actually, and I remember that moment, I'm hoping the world gets that moment like I got from these guys you know, on New Year's Eve. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big believer and uh, people may think it's corny, but it got me where I am today. I'm a big believer that on its worst day, life's a miracle. And um, people talk about glasses half full, half empty. I think the glass is always overflowing. And maybe we need to be reminded of that sometime. Uh, really how, how amazing and miraculous life is and uh that you know as they say the uh before the the light comes it's darkest the darkest hours before the dawn so mm -hmm. we're coming out of it 
And nobody should forget that uh, we don't have a vaccine yet and celebrations um, should be sporadic until they are. But with all that said and done, New Year's Eve is, is, is special. It's a time, I think, uh, whether or not you're making resolutions for the next year, I think you can look back on, on the year that's passed and think to yourself, you know, what can I do in the future better? Losing weight, nah, that, that, that's not that important, but um, we can make the world a better place. And I really believe that COVID has shown a lot of people the power of community and the power that we have to give each other strength and, and to, to not feel isolated. Paul, I love your positivity, and and it's interesting as you're talking about this, and I'm I'm thinking back on some of the classic songs, like even even rock and roll all night suddenly becomes it's it's becoming a different thing as I hear you talk in the way you're doing it, you know, more of just this rallying cry, like I you know, kiss 2020 goodbye, you know, with that title up there, at first to me was like because it was a crap year or or whatever, but now it's it is I, I can hear what you're talking about, like. Um, like there's that uh, there's that Who song in Tommy 1921 where he's saying I guess 21 is going to be a good year you know and as we round in there, do you find that that works its way into the music that you're doing a lot because the glass overflowing I mean what a beautiful sentiment I believe that people compromise their lives when they decide that uh, they're victims um, when you're a victim the only life that gets to not be what it could be is yours so I think you roll up your sleeves and brush yourself off and move forward. Um, you're entitled to have the best life that you can create for yourself, uh, as long as you don't damage anyone else in the, the process. So if I can be up there being a cheerleader for that, I'm only singing about it because I've lived it. And um, I'm not Yoda, but I'm, I, I can certainly tell you that um, life is what you make it. and. Uh, the playing field isn't even, and everyone doesn't get the same breaks, but you'll find out how important success is to you by how hard you're willing to work to achieve it. And it's worth the, it's worth the, the price. You know, it's, it's uh, you know, when, when people say, well, that's not fair. Well, life isn't fair, but it's yours for the, for the taking. Well, it's certainly um, some words that makes me feel even more optimistic about 2021, which considering, uh, uh, this I'm saying this and uh, not projecting, but uh, what, what what is happening a little bit politically in the world? I'm feeling much more optimistic this year than I have in a long time. Uh, I think a good Kiss concert is only going to help that out <laughs> quite a bit too. Um, it was alluded to a little bit ago. I did want to ask about the music too, because you know Paul's saying all the hits. Uh, Dan, I think you were saying Gene was talking about some some maybe rarities as well. Are you all? I mean, is this uh, a career? expansive thing front to back? Are you concentrating on any certain parts more than others? Every concert is a career retrospective. We, we're in a, a position that's enviable for most bands. We don't know what songs to drop. So uh, it's very difficult for us. Um, is it a retrospective? Yeah, because it, it reflects everything we've done. Um, could we drop rock and roll all night? I don't think so. Shout it out loud, Love Gun, Heaven's on Fire, Lick It Up, uh, God of Thunder, Black Diamond, you know, Tears Are Falling, I Was Made For Loving You. So is it a retrospective? It's a celebration of what we created and what's been embraced 
universally. I mean, the, the word is reciprocity. I mean, there, there's something beautiful that other bands emulate, but I have to say that uh, this love affair that we have with our fans is, is not blind because we put things out and we totally understand if you don't like it, you let us know by not buying it or not coming to see us. We respect that. And uh, I, I think our fans respect that, you know, we, we do what we feel we need to. And uh, so far, we've done pretty good. I think uh, now it's 45 years, 46 years. Um, and uh, it's, it's been awesome. It's been yeah. awesome. Uh, I want to quickly ask, you know, I mentioned Soul Station a second ago. Uh, and this is something that you've been working on off and on for a little while, I, I think. But from what I gather, like, you're finally recording, right? Like, this is something that's going to make it into the studio now? The album is done. We shot a bunch of videos, uh, COVID safe and uh, under supervision. Some people don't know, and I can understand it. Before I ever saw Led Zeppelin or any of the great British bands, uh, I saw, I was lucky as a kid, I saw Otis Redding. I saw Solomon Burke. I saw The Temptations. That's really the foundation of what I do. Um, it's a strange brew but it's what created what I do to this day. And to be able to go back now and have a band of 15 amazing musicians who were like family. Everybody has played with everyone from Smokey Robinson to Stevie Wonder to Natalie Cole to Whitney Houston and on and on. And to be able to embrace and recreate music that somehow has been relegated to uh, a loop in a rap song is really, really something special for us to be able to do Motown, Philly Soul, uh, to do songs uh, by the Spinners, the OJs, uh, Temptations, uh, Smokey. It, it's, uh, and to do them faithfully and to do them with the spirit that, that was, I think, intended is awesome. And then to write new songs that seamlessly bridge that gap to today and into the future, I'm blessed. Uh, I originally did it because I love that music. And to have three violin players, three horn players, three stellar singers with me, uh, two keyboard players, percussion, drums, and to create this beautiful symphony of uh, music that uh, Gamble and Huff, Kenny Gamble and Leon Huff uh, wrote and arranged, or Tom Bell, or Holland Dozier Holland, um, or Norman Whitfield, the, the list just goes on. And for me to hear those songs and go, whoa, I'm singing it, is, uh, it's, it's pretty heavy stuff. It's very funny because when I was uh, chatting one day, I, I, I spent little bits of time with Rod Stewart. And, and I said, yeah, you know, I've got my, my R&B band. He goes, you have an R&B band? I said, yeah. He goes, who sings? I said, me. <laughs> and he goes, you can handle that stuff? So I said, okay, and I played it for him. He, you know, he spoke about it for days. It's, it's really that, that good. I'm proud of it. But uh, again, it goes back to part of that old philosophy of mine. You know, people have bucket lists. And my philosophy is if you get to cross everything off your bucket list, you're not living. Because for everything you cross off, today should bring you to another place. And uh, this one brings us to Dubai. It brings us to New Year's Eve, something... I never could have seen, but this year has been a year most people couldn't see. Couldn't envision this, but we made it through, not unscathed, 
some people worse for the wear, but um, let's turn that rear view mirror a little away and uh, let's only look into the rear view mirror to see how far we've come. Let's go forward. Uh, it's a, once again, a beautiful sentiment. And I, I see you're doing that with Soul Station too. I mean, there is a bit of the rear view mirror to look forward. Uh, you know, it's, it's fun hearing you do this. It's fun, you know, I love hearing when any artist, kind of, you know, tries to get out of whatever zone that I think people put them in. And this definitely seems like something that uh, sounds like a lot of fun anyway. It is, it truly is. All right, well, uh, Paul, Dan, it has been such a pleasure to talk to you both. We're talking about uh, the big show on New Year's Eve and Kiss 2020 goodbye. And then the eventual, um, uh, the eventual end of the road tour, it, it, uh, it continues, uh, what, mid next year? Is that what we're looking at? We should pick up sometime by summer, hopefully, and uh, continue on. It's a big world. It's very funny when somebody goes, oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Your farewell tour, you know, is lasting uh, two years. And I go, well, it's only in your city for one night, but it's a real big world. It's a real big world. Lots of time to get there. Uh, I can't wait to see what's happening on New Year's Eve. And I can't wait to see what comes next for the both of you. Thank you both so much for taking the time to, uh, to talk about it all today. Thanks so much. My thanks, Paul Stanley, Dan Catullo. Kiss's next big show happens on New Year's Eve. And of course, we'll be looking forward to uh, what happens next with the uh, Soul Station record as well. Big thanks to you for checking out the episode. Uh, before you get out, please, if you enjoyed what you heard, hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all the interviews that we put out every single week. Again, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Acast, anywhere you like to get your podcast from, hit that subscribe and uh, we'll take care of the rest. After that, head to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews. Again, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all three of them, at Kyle Meredith. Do hope you like and follow along there as well. Say hello sometime. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. I enjoyed it. You know, it, it takes it takes somebody great as a moderator to to make for a great podcast or interview, and and you did yours uh, beautifully. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at wfpk.org from Louisville Public Media. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.